Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of Rooted Deep, a podcast featuring Reba Bowman and Allison Hale. This is Reba and welcome to Rooted Deep. I'm here with my friend Allison and every week this is our opportunity just to sit down with you, a cup of coffee, your favorite Diet Coke, whatever it is you drink, and able to sit down and just have a chat about what keeps us solid in life. So thanks for joining the podcast. Yeah, thank you. Thanks everybody. And yeah, I have my coffee and we're ready to talk about something that uh, this is on your heart, Reba, right? Yeah, yeah. You know, I think like, over the past, you know, as we've stepped into more and more endeavors, and I think this is, you know, ringing true for both of us in ways, as God God kind of enlarges the ministries that we have and we're going in different directions, fear is a real, is a real deal, right? Um, you know, and there's just times when I'm alone or there's times when I'm looking at budget numbers or there's times when I'm looking at at these things that are in front of me and it seems like God closes one door and really opens another, but everything about that new door scares the heck out of me. Yeah, yeah exactly. And uh, we're going through something similar here at Mercy. And so when you mentioned this particular topic, it's been on your heart. I was like, absolutely. Let's talk about it because we're not the only ones and whether it's a ministry um, ministry growth or whether it's family growth or Stepping into, you know, college students are already off and gone and, you know, empty nesters. I mean, just there's so many things that different seasons of life possibly create a little bit of fear. Yeah, I think so. Or a lot of fear. Yeah, Yeah, I was going to, a lot of fear, right? You know, and I think, you know, fear is one of those things that really can become kind of our default emotion. Mm -hmm. It really can kind of become one of those things that can become very crippling. Yeah. Um, It's a nagging thought. Um, whether you're not enough or whether it says what's in front of you is too, you know, is too hard, too difficult, too big, too scary. Um, you know, and, and fear just talks really loud sometimes in your ear and it says all kinds of things with the goal of just stopping you in your tracks. Right. Exactly. Or getting, just getting you to retreat. Um, we talked about a few, uh, a few podcasts ago, it's been a while. One of our favorite stories in the Bible was the David and Goliath story. Oh, absolutely. You can think of the men on one side of the of the of the valley listening to the threats from, you know, from the enemy and just saying, I'm not doing it. I'm not stepping in. I'm not stepping in. And we can and and like you said, fears are just they become bigger, they become mm. scarier, and they become yeah. louder than anything else any emotion, any goal, anything we have, it's kind of all drowned out by these fears. Yeah. And and I think sometimes, at least I've been thinking about this lately, sometimes fear is not just the thing that keeps you from doing what you should do. It's the thing that causes you to do something else that's not really good for you. Yeah, that is absolutely true. Yeah. And and so I respond out of fear in a certain way. Maybe it's something Mm -hmm. I say or maybe it's somewhere I go or a direction I hit or a yeah. decision I make. And it, it's all fear-based. Everything right. that led me to make that call was all based in fear. Yeah. And that, and that is, that is scary because it's such a strong, it's such a strong pull, like you said, in the right, in the wrong direction or just frozen. I, um, yeah. I know in the past there's been decisions that have needed to be made, or I'm sitting in front of, like you said, a, a budget book or a, 
a plan, a calendar. And I literally, my mind freezes up. It's that, you know, we've, we've talked about this. There's fight or flight um, and there's freeze. And I think yeah. the freeze is what I, what I end up doing. And I don't, I don't move and I'm like, status quo, yeah. don't, don't change a thing. Maybe it'll go away, you right. know? And, uh, and then and there's we're freak out. Yeah, there's freak out. <laughs> right. We're in October. And so we're talking about, you know, we're talking about, you know, up, upcoming Halloween, you know, you've got scary. And I used to love scary movies. I absolutely used to. Oh gosh, I, I, I love. Them. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a scary movie type of person, and I just yeah. like a good old classic scary movie. But these days, as an adult, a finally grown up, you know, person, and as a ministry leader, um, I'm like not afraid of a vampire flying through my window. I'm literally afraid of a budget sheet, you know, at, in a meeting. Right. I'm like, which is going to be scarier? I think I'll take the vampire, you know. Right. I, <laughs> I'm so afraid of, you know, a ministry decision or or whatever. And so you're right. like, I'm not afraid of that. Oh, yeah. No, I, I totally get it. And I, although I am not, I've never really had been mm-hmm. one of those scary movie kind of people. Yeah. I don't enjoy sitting and being, you know, being that Here. emotion that you feel when you're watching a scary movie. I, I hate that. Uh, so I this is not, you know, for me, I'm not going to watch anything. Yeah. Uh, I'm just going to make what is it apple cider and in, enjoy the fall i'm not going to watch yeah, yeah i'm enjoy not going to watch the candy and the apple cider and you know the faceless pumpkins but right uh, yeah that that's more my direction but i just think as we think about fear i think it's one it's something all of us deal with mm, yeah and i think it's a problem that all of us have struggles with at some level and um i think when i think about fear I really have come, God has been teaching me some things about my own fears in my own life and the things that, um, you know, it's crazy. You pray and you're like, God, do this. God, help. God, bring, you know, God, do this. And God does it. You're like, oh, my word. What am I thinking? You know, what did I do? Yeah. What What have you got me into? Yeah. So I think that's kind of been the result of things is I've prayed for things. God's brought them. And I'm like, oh, this is not what I thought it was going to look like. Right. So I think fear for me many times is forgetfulness. Mm. The root of my fear is that I forget. Sometimes I forget who God is. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I, I know that doesn't sound very spiritual, but, you know, it's easy for us to know attributes about him, but to figure out that he is the God who I love Psalm 23, how that puts it, that he walks through the valley of shadow of death and, and, and he with us, that he is the good shepherd. You know, that we don't have to fear evil because God is with us and he's bigger than whatever it is that we're, we're, we're afraid of, you know, and whatever we're struggling with. Yeah. And if you, if you, there's so many times in the Bible that the fear not and the I'm yeah. with you and fear not, um, you know, for I'm with you, be not dismayed, dismayed for I am thy God. I, you know, and I will strengthen you. And so many, because yeah. we forget, I think he has to tell, I mean, it's, it's, it's all, it's all through the Bible. He has to continually re- remind it in the old Testament. He has to continue to remind the Israelites who he is and what he's already done. He has to, in the new Testament, Jesus has to, has to say several times to his disciples, look who you're with, you know, yeah. why are you fearing or why are you afraid or, oh, you have little faith um, because that we have to continually be reminded of like what you said, we have forgotten who God is and, mm-hmm. and all throughout scripture, especially, and I've talked about this before with the Israelites, God knew that he was, that God knew that they were going to forget. 
that's why he's like, build an altar here. You're going to forget. Build an altar here. You're going to forget. Put a reminder yeah. here because, you know, keep the Ark of the Covenant and put all of these memories. It's like a little time capsule memory box because you're going to need to go back to those and remember who I am and what I brought you out of. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I found a quote, um, kind of, I'm going through this devotional and it's so good. In fact, I just recommend it to anybody that would like a, a, a year devotional, just one page per day, but it's called new morning mercies and it's by Paul David Tripp. And one of the things that he said in there, and I thought this was such a great quote. He said, fear happens when I look at myself, assess my resources and conclude that I do not have what it takes. What God is calling, uh, excuse me, I, I, I conclude that I do not have what it takes to do what God is calling me to do or to face what I have to face. Mm, yeah. And I think that's just so true, you know, because I think in, in so many cases, fear happens when we leave God out of the equation. Right. Yeah. And that quote reminds me so many times of when, or that quote reminds me of the time when David um, numbered his troops. Mm. because and god didn't want him to god was like no no no, no. Right. your faith is not in them your faith is in me but but and it was a pride thing but it was also like a faith thing you know mm -hmm. oh if i only knew how many things i have how many soldiers i have what all this number is then i'll feel confident yeah to do what the and you know and and this the sin was a lack of faith in god and sin was pride you know um, and it's like, I'm bigger than God, as long as I have, a, a, you know, a bunch of numbers. And that's exactly what Paul yep. David Tripp is saying. Sometimes we look and, and, you know, and, and we look at what's in our hand, or we look at what's in our thing. And we're like, okay, this isn't God's telling me to do something. But what am I going to do? What am I going to do with this five loaves and two fishes? Or what am I right. going to do with this, mm -hmm. with this lantern and a trumpet? You know what I'm saying? There's so right. many stories of it, like, oh, they are. Yeah. Yeah, the Bible is so filled with these stories of people who had to deal with their own fears. Mm -hmm. um, and who, and actually, this is this is the part that I'm. I think as I'm getting older, I'm learning to. Fear has always been in my mind, especially as a younger a younger person, has always been in my mind of okay, it's something to avoid, and yeah. it's something to hustle up and get rid of. Let's yeah. figure out how how do I get and, and that felt like victory to me me. Mm -hmm. But I think sometimes as I'm getting older, I'm understanding that there are just times that I have to walk through things right. that I don't like. That yeah. means I have to have courage. It doesn't mean I, I lack fear. Sometimes yeah. fear doesn't just go away because I magically want it to. Right. It, 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 I have to get okay with being uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. And I've been telling myself that lately. It's like, okay, Reba, you're going to have to be okay with being uncomfortable and and continue to realize, tell yourself the truth about yeah. who God is. Your resources are not enough. Mm -mm. Okay, yeah. very, very yeah. nice. You know, um, you don't have what it takes. Well, right. there we go. Okay. Yeah. And so therefore, that means this is something only God can do and something God is wanting to do in you and through you or, you know, in or through Dare right. for More yeah. or, or this situation. So mm -hmm. now it's that, okay. God, it's not up to me. It's up to you to do this. And there's something in that surrender right there right. that refocuses my heart and my life. And it, and it does. The fear changes. 
Mm-hmm. And you're not surrendering to the fear as in I'm giving up and I'm freezing yeah. or I'm hiding in a hole. You're yeah. saying, yeah, it's true. The, the, but it's no longer a fear. It's a faith step. It turns fear, yep. it turns fear into faith. Yeah. And so, you know, like you said, forgetting what, forgetting what God has done. And I think sometimes we forget what, what he's called us to. Um, yeah. it's like, no, he's called us to do this. He's called us. If, you know, in a, in your family, he's called you to, to train your children, you know, in the, in the admonition yeah. of the Lord, he's called you to these, these tough things. And that, and he is the one who's going to sustain you. So sometimes we just forget the actual call as a missionary, almost 20 years here in the Dominican Republic, we have seen, we have seen people succumb to the fear and forget what the Lord has, has called them into. And, and it's, it's heartbreaking. It's discouraging sometimes. And, you know, and, and you think, wow. um, And this is, this is the Lord has sustained us through some, some ridiculous, you know, some ridiculous times that we were like, we had, you know, we were afraid to move forward. We were afraid to speak up. We were afraid to, to step into something. And the Lord sustained us, but it was only, it was that faith rooted in obedience that we were just like, you know, right. Um, and sometimes, and, and yeah, so then you're like, okay, I, I crossed that mountain. Yay. Okay. Here comes a, a bigger mountain with a bigger fear. And <laughs> right. you're like, uh, I thought I learned my lesson. No, it's a continual because that's the journey. It is. And I think that's so well said because I think that's really it. Not in it. Cause it's not just who God is, but mm-hmm. it's also who we are as his children. Right. Yeah. And what we've been given, and that's really kind of what you said, you know, he's promised us yeah. that he was going to empower us right. with the power of the Holy Spirit to do the very thing that he's called us to do, whether right. whether that be stay in a marriage, raise crazy kids, uh, you know, work through a job situation that's hard or difficult or a family situation or even, you know, um, a, a cancer diagnosis or a, a something else that just paralyzes your body with fear and God says, okay, I'm bigger than whatever that thing is in this moment that you're so afraid of. And, and not only am I bigger than that, but I'm also going to, I've promised that I'm going to equip you. I'm going to, I'm going to give you as my child, the, the, the things that you need internally and externally to walk through this. But you know, faith means I start walking before I see those things or before right. I feel those things. And I yeah. think that's where sometimes we are is in this land of our foot in the mm-hmm. air. Yeah. You know, do I step? Do I not? Right. <laughs> you know? Exactly. And I've, you know, I've, there's been big faith steps in the past and I'm, I'm terrible at this. I've been moved for fear. And there's a, you know, there's a couple of things down in downtown San Pedro that I remember thinking I wanted that for mercy. I wanted that for mercy. And I'm, but was I too afraid in that moment, you know, to step into faith and it's constant. I'm, I'm like, if I could just not drive through San Pedro to get to, to the church, I wouldn't be reminded of yeah. um, either fears or um, just the, was I supposed to, and the, and the questioning. And because we, we do constantly, you know, mm-hmm. question, but that's when you said, you said that the, the Holy Spirit has given us the power and the guidance yeah. continually. Um, and if any man lack wisdom, you know, ask for it. Um, but those those fears sometimes are just so big and we, we forget. And we focus, like you said, we focus on what we don't have, who we aren't, yeah. the talents and the gifts that we don't have. 
um, and forgetting that all power is given unto me, you know, on heaven and earth and yea, I am with thee always yeah. that, you know, that sandwich, you know, around the, the great commission. Um, yeah. And we always forget, everybody focuses on the Great Commission, but you forget that you've already been given the power and the presence of the Lord through all, through that, to do, no. to do what he's called you to do. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, um, Isaiah 41.10 has been a really great comfort to me in some of these days where it says, you know, fear not, I am with thee. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, be not dismayed, for I am your God. Uh, I will strengthen you. I will help you. I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. Um, you know, and it's just, these are reminders, I think, to all of us. Okay. So I'm afraid of something. Okay, that's that's okay. Yeah. Um, but I gotta remember, wait a minute. Um, I stand in an in awe of God greater than I stand in 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 shaking of of the thing that's in front of me. Mm-hmm. Um and so I think, you know, one of that that little devotion I read that day uh with Paul David Tripp was just a great reminder. Hey Reba, what's the biggest thing? Is is your awe of God or your yeah. fear of God? Uh, you know, because what's cool is that actually you can fight fear with fear, uh, but yeah. it's a different kind of fear. Instead mm-hmm. of standing trembling at at what you who you're not and yeah. what you don't think you can handle, you know, instead I look at this great God and I stand in awe, which is right. that word fear for Him. Mm-hmm. I stand in absolute awe of Him, and suddenly I'm like, wait a minute, is there anything too hard for God? Yeah. No. no. You know, then all of a sudden I'm like, wait a minute. You know, if God led me here, has he not promised to supply here? You know, um, and, you know, and all of a sudden I start finding these scripture verses, you know, the fear of the Lord leads to life, you right. know, um, and whoever rests in it is satisfied. And I'm like, mm-hmm. okay, wait a minute. You know, yeah. um, Peter got his eyes off when he got his eyes off of Jesus and onto the water, he began to sink, you know? And, and so what happened? I think in Peter's case, what exactly what happened is his fear what what was bigger changed and when he was looking at jesus jesus was yeah. the biggest thing and the water right, was yeah. small the minute he looked at the storm and the water and the waves mm-hmm. that was the biggest thing and yeah. i just think going through daily life i just have to keep asking myself what's the biggest thing exactly and you know and this reminds me the other day there was an article about um a bald eagle that went through tsa um and it was a it was one it was a bald eagle that they, he travels, you know, with his handler. I think I saw did you, this. Did you see the picture? I didn't read it, but I saw the picture of this eagle sitting at, like uh-huh. at TSA, right? Right. Yeah. And then he went through TSA, but one of the pictures was was so out. The perspective was the the um, the eagle was right at the right at the um, uh, right at that metal detector or whatever, and the yeah. handler was behind him. And I was like, man, that eagle looks huge. I didn't realize they were that big. I mean, I really thought this eagle was like six foot tall. And because um, <laughs> the picture was. Right. And I'm like, did I miss something? I don't remember them being that big. But anyway, and so then there's another picture on down in the article that's from further away. And it shows the handler is behind the. And it, then it's like shows everything in perspective. In perspective. And um. It was really interesting because your perspective, like you said, the perspective of Peter was oh. focus on God he, or focus on Christ. He's huge. And then it like back and all of a sudden the waves are what in focus and the waves are what is the perspective. Yeah, no, I, and I, I so, would... you know, you think about, you think about the perspective of Peter 
um, seeing, looking at Christ, Christ is big, Christ is tall, Christ is his focus. And then he kind of his, you know, as he pans out, you know, then all of a sudden the waves are bigger because it does. He got his, he, he, he looked at the waves, he looked at the storm. And, uh, and so, but it just reminded me of that picture of that. And I was like, I didn't think eagles were giant, but yeah. maybe, and I'm like, I've been in the Dominican a long time and they steroid them up, you know, these right. patriotic Americans are like, we're going to create a giant eagle. Um, but it was, it was the perspective of the picture that I thought was really interesting, but that's the same thing with our fears. If we focus, whatever we're focused on is what brings into it, it looks bigger in our, and so many times we're focused yeah. on the, what like you, you know, like the, the quote earlier, I'm looking at my middling resources, or I'm looking at my tiny, uh, or my untalented self, or I'm looking at my, you know, my huge problem and it's becoming yeah. bigger and bigger and bigger. Yeah. Or the last time I tried this and blew it, right. Yeah. Uh, or didn't like, get well, it right yeah. or, or whatever, mm-hmm. you know? And I think that, um, you know, I think fear sometimes is the thing that debilitates us uh, in so many places, whether it be a fear of people or whether it be a a fear of what people think or um, fear of failure. Mm -hmm. I mean, the list can just go on and on and we can talk about things that really are, are fearful for us. But in, in just this season of my life, when I'm, I'm being asked to step into greater faith, uh, push back against fear and be courageous in these moments. I found for me, at least, that running to God in prayer when I find myself afraid has been really helpful mm-hmm. for me. You know, yeah. uh, it's just been, you know, when I get afraid, um, I just going to God in prayer. Yeah. And it, 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 and I may not always be in a situation where I can, where I can uh, close my eyes and, you know, right. get over the yeah. corner. But in, in the moment, I can whisper a prayer to God mm-hmm. and even quote a scripture yeah. and really find that there's just this sense of grace of God that comes into my life and just says, I got this. Yeah, exactly. And I, you know, some people's fears, and this is me, I don't know if it's you, um, you wake up at two, three o'clock in the morning, all of a sudden, you know, with that, that fear or that concern or, you know, the, um, what, what if this happens? What happens if this happens? And immediately I just, I just start praying. I'm like, okay, if, mm-hmm. if I'm awake, I'm not going to waste my time worrying uh, or fearing. There's nothing I could do about it at that moment, except for pray. Um, and, and trying to rest back into, you know, uh, to, to who he is again, going back to, mm-hmm. you know, if this is what I'm afraid of, I'm going to put it, I'm going to hand it to you. I'm going to, uh, I'm going to let you, you know, let you take over or let you tell me what to do, you know, so I can obey. Um, and those, I, I'm a, I'm a, I don't know if you lose sleep. I do. I'm a wake up in the middle I of don't, the night. Yeah. No, I don't, I, I, I sometimes, uh, yeah. I have fitful sleep. Now I may not lose it, but it's a lot of tossing and turning. And yeah. I know in the back of my mind, it's because my mind is still playing right. and replaying. Yeah. Yeah. Did I make the right call? Should we do this? Mm-hmm. Should we not do this? Yeah. You know? But I think you hit on it because it part of prayer is 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 turning to this to resource, the greater resource, right? right? Yeah. The one who who's got it. But also you said something I think is crucial, and that is what do I meditate on? Because we yeah. all we all have a reel, you mm-hmm. know, that we play over and over again in our minds. And it's very easy for us, if we're not careful, 
that reel is set on and focused on the thing that makes us afraid or the situation and instead quit meditating on the problem and really start meditating. And for me, it's been meditating on the character of God and the glory of God. Because when I start focusing, you know, when I start focusing on, um, I think that's why the Lord's prayer starts like it does the model prayer, our father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Right. Right. If I can focus on the greatness of God and the, all of a sudden my problem looks smaller. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So for me, it's been meditating. What's, what's the character of God? What do I know about Mm -hmm. the glory of God? Yeah. Um, And lately I've come a little bit of, I love stars and planets and I always have been fascinated by that. Yeah. And with the James uh, Webb telescope right now, I am just geeked out constantly at these images. And I get such joy of reading articles where scientists are saying, this is not what we thought. Something's not quite right. You know, this is more, this is more orderly than we thought it would be. This is a whole lot more complex than we thought it was going to be. And I'm like, yeah, it's because God created it. So, you know, when, when I look at the stars and when I look at the skies and when I say, God, you did this, Mm -hmm. then, then it puts my perspective, my problem in perspective, right? My fear in perspective. And it's good. Yeah. And, um, and just that Psalm and I'm, uh, that Psalm, you know, when I, when I look at the heavens, um, and the glory, you know, Oh, what is man that you are mindful of him? Yes. I mean that, that Psalm. And I, I was trying to look it up really quickly because I don't know which one it is, yeah. but, um, it's such a beautiful, um, just a beautiful thought. And all throughout Job, Job, I mean, I talk about somebody who had, you know, fear of, you know, it's like the worst thing that could have possibly happened happened. So at that mm-hmm. point, he's like, I'm not afraid anymore because everything that I was afraid of to happen actually did happen. Yeah. And he was back to, you know, yeah. uh, back to the, his just him and his God. Um, but it's like, who did all of this? And don't you think, you know, and oh, what is yeah. man that thou art mindful of him? And and um, and just thinking about all of the, you know, that these problems are nothing compared to his power and his and his will and his purpose. And, um, and he doesn't promise, he's never promised that he's going to fix it all, uh, to our liking, it's going to be his will. And so I think, you know, there was one, a Bible study that it was like, think about the worst possible thing in your heart right now that you're afraid of. Now, what, yeah, you know, what is your, what happens if it, if it actually does happen, it could be, you know, death of a spouse or, or, or an, a, a terminal illness in your own heart or a loss of a job or whatever, what mm-hmm. happens, what is your, and then plan now your response yeah. to God and how, you know, and how you're going to respond to God and facing that fear and saying, okay, will I still rejoice? I mean, there's stories all throughout the Bible of those people who just sat and worshiped in the ashes, you know, or yeah. sat in mourning clothes, but still worship God. And, um, and, and is that going to be response if the worst happens? Because sometimes the worst does happen and, you know, and we have to, and, but planning our response ahead of time, you know, our response should be the same, whether it's, whether we come out shiny on the out on the other side, or we come out broken and rusty on the other side, our response to God should be the same because he hasn't changed. No, exactly. And I, and I think that's such great thoughts because you know, like I said, you used to think fear was, it would go away. And then mm, that was yeah. victory, but it doesn't always go away. 
right. circumstances don't always work out the way you want them to. And sometimes we have control of that. And sometimes we don't. Mm. And, and, and I think our worst fears can happen at times. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And is God big enough for that moment? And he's proven himself faithful yeah. time and time again to be greater than the worst moment, mm-hmm. you know? And, and so I feel like that, you know, in both cases, whether it's, whether it's an irrational fear that is stopping me in my tracks and I need to move, whether it is a very yeah. rational fear <laughs> of yeah. what stands in front of me, I still, no matter what it is, I still need to see God, you are in control. You're sovereign, you're sufficient, Mm -hmm. you're faithful. And it's that meditation on who he is and his character and the glory of who he is that really says, okay, it, it can be well with my soul. Right. Exactly. And I think you said, you said the word a couple of times just now, and it's the word control. Um, and sometimes we're, you know, our biggest fear is we don't want to lose control of the situation or we don't want to lose control of, we don't want to let go in this, you know, in this season, or we, you know, we don't want to step into something that we don't know what it's going to look like. So we can't control it. Right. And, um, and when we surrender control, that that's a huge step in just that faith and trust in what God can do. Yeah, I think so. So I don't know, maybe today you're listening to podcasts and you are, you know, you're kind of in the same boat that I've been in maybe for mm. the past few months. And that is there's challenges in front of you. There's things that are, um, that are bigger than you. Yeah. And what, a, sometimes what a great place to be, right. um, because God is wanting to lead you and guide you into a place where he, where you're going to have to step up and have courage. Right. And, you know, and then maybe, maybe you're in a place where, man, this is not where you want it to be. It's the opposite of where you want it to be. And it's some of your greatest fears un- unrolling. And will God prove himself faithful in those places? And I, I think the answer is yes. He yeah. will. Uh, focusing on him and keeping our, our mind on who he is and fighting fear with the awe of God and, and yeah. the glory of God mm. in, in our own hearts and lives every day. To me, Man, this has been so helpful for me, uh, you know, as I've run to him in prayer, turned my heart's meditation on not what I'm afraid of, but on who he is. Yeah. These are just really things that have helped me in my life. And I hope today as you're listening, uh, they help you. I hope you find something that you can hang on to that we've said today that you can apply practically in your life, because Allie and I both know what it looks like to walk yeah. in fear. Exactly. And, you know, and putting it back into perspective who God is and what he's called us to or into, mm. um, that's really going to help. And that, that, that knowledge is only going to come through prayer and, 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 and scripture reading. So yep. get back in there and get rooted deep because those promises that he's given us, um, especially of his presence and of his power, um, you need to continually remind yourself because it's, it's easy to forget. Oh, absolutely. It sure is. So we'll take these truths with you today um, and just get anchored. Uh, and what God has for you and focused on who he is. And hopefully today uh, that'll help you to pour a little courage in your heart and get going on what you need to do today. So thanks for joining us on the podcast. Uh, We hope you'll join us next time right here at Rooted Deep. Thank you for listening to Rooted Deep. To learn more about Dare for More Ministries, go to dareformore.org and look up Mercy Workshop at mercyjewelry.org.